It's always a little bit controversial. Do we auction on a public holiday weekend or during the school holidays? Won't buyers be on holidays? Are we tapping into the widest possible market? But then, is this giving the real buyers a chance to come forward? Now that we've been through a COVID year, let's see what the experts now think and what we should expect for 2021. You're listening to Real Estate Right. Top experts talk about how to buy, sell, rent and invest right. Your host is Sue Langda. Real Estate Right is the podcast that gets your favorite real estate experts in one place to ensure you have the best advice to help you on your real estate journey. Subscribe, rate and review Real Estate Right wherever you listen to your podcasts. Nicole Jacobs is a licensed estate agent and buyer advocate. She has been both a selling agent and buyer's agent and is the director of Nicole Jacobs Property. She is the author of Sold, How to Buy and Sell Property with Real Confidence, published by Hardy Grant, and has been in the real estate business for nearly 21 years. A regular on Real Estate Right, welcome Nicole. How are you? I'm fantastic, Sue. Really good. That's good. Now, how did 2020 end for you in terms of volumes of buyer and seller activity? Well, the buyer activity is still incredibly strong. So finished very uh, with a lot of depth, actually. A lot of buyers that have decided that 2020, despite COVID, they still wanted to actually buy a property. So for some of those people, the dream will become a reality, but for others, they'll actually have to bridge over into 2021 because, of course, we're quite low on stock in some of the markets. So that's been a challenge the whole year. Yes, I can imagine. In terms of the topic material, we're talking about the pros and cons of auctioning a property on public holidays and school holiday weekends. I know I can almost guarantee that most years, four weeks prior to a public holiday weekend or um, my volume of property to write copy takes a pretty big nosedive. And for Christmas holidays, I generally will see a handful of properties each week for six weeks or so um, before it cranks up again in January. Um, It was definitely a little bit different to the standard end of the year, wasn't it? So traditionally, of course, we would have winded up um, probably in the middle to the third week of December, um, yeah. but 2020 saw us actually take it a bit further and we went into very late December um, just to try and get as many properties that wanted to be sold in. Um, but, of course, a lot of those also are off-market properties um, that have come into the 2021 market too now. Yeah. Like I was amazed. I was seeing auctions being um, done on the 23rd of December and even one agent auction on the 24th, like at six o'clock on the 24th. Like that's ridiculous. That's when people are having family dues then, you know, it's, I know. it's insane. But it's that was crazy. selling. So, yeah. yeah it's crazy. I mean, I've bought on uh, New Year's Eve before, um, but yeah. to sell on Christmas Eve is, um, well, you, it's a big gamble, isn't it? It is a big gamble, but for some it's paying off. So, you know, we got to do what we got to do. Correct. So now, do you think after the COVID uh, epidemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, um, we will start seeing properties being auctioned on public holiday weekends and school holidays? That's a great question, Sue. Um, 
I think that traditionally we still like to have our holidays, our, our long mm. weekends, and I think that while there'll be some agents that because people by and large are not going overseas uh, just mm. interstate, um, it may not affect the market this year as much as we, you know, would normally have thought a public holiday would make. Uh, yes. But I think that uh, people have become very focused on their property and what it means to them. And if people genuinely want to go and buy a property, if it's on that long weekend, they'll still make time to do it or get a professional to help them do it. Yeah, definitely. I think over the years it's become less prominent like it's obviously a bigger lull um but i think this year it won't matter as much um because they did put it off for so long last year and now the confidence is growing as well do you find do you feel that confidence is very high uh by uh, look a bit of that confidence is driven by the fact that we did have low stock levels so that supply and demand uh equation very much was for the sellers um and buyers still so many buyers that those buyers didn't stop during last year they actually grew um and so finding stock for all of them was very difficult um Mm. and that of course helped prices uh it will be really interesting to see what this first half of the year does uh in respect to prices but confidence as well uh uh, when jobkeeper finishes uh and we we find ourselves having to pay back mortgages that maybe we had a hold on uh Mm. and employment you know those who did lose their jobs last year have they got them back uh has it made a difference to their income and their serviceability of their mortgages Uh, Mm -hmm. because if it has made an impact in the negative way then uh i think that will really change the way the property market uh, develops throughout this year yes i'm sure you're right there um so the pros and cons now why do agents prefer not to auction public holidays is it because they want to take the holidays uh, look, it, traditionally, it's usually because other pe- people are actually going away. Uh, mm-hmm. Look, we do love our Easter break. We do love those small little getaways. Uh, yeah. But And so you narrow your pool of buyers. But at the same time, the positive of that is that anyone that has turned up, if you do dare to actually auction on a long weekend yeah. or public holiday, they're probably pretty serious about buying it. So for the vendor who's selling their property, uh, they can gain confidence that anyone that's there is usually not just a tie kicker, they're actually a real buyer. Um, And, you know, as I said before, if you actually want to buy that property and it happens to be on a long weekend or when you're away, uh, then you'll actually get a friend or a professional to go and bid for you and to acquire that property for you. Yeah. Yes. And that's what you're for, aren't you? You're here to buy buy for them. (laughs) In terms of holding an auction, what positives has COVID created for the auction process? So like, obviously there's a few more online auctions. Do you think that we'll see more of online auctions throughout 2021? I think that COVID made everyone realise that an online auction can be just as exciting. Mm-hmm. I bought a client's property for yeah. the first time on an online auction during COVID yeah. uh, when traditionally I'd normally be on the street or in a room somewhere but online and I was just as excited as the clients were so I think what it did was made people realize that it's it's still an open and transparent forum yeah. which is why we love auctions mm-hmm. uh, 
but also that anybody can access. So again, if you had a Zoom capability, like we saw on the block last year as well, that people can Zoom in from anywhere and actually participate in that auction and they can see. So a lot of agents realised that they had to ask for things like cameras on, uh, you know, audio on. uh, So we learnt a lot as agents through that process of COVID with Zoom auctions. Mm. And a lot of those companies like Ray White, they just took it and ran with it. They're big organisations and they just had it all worked out very quickly for their agents and they didn't miss a beat. So there were big agencies that got their act together very quickly. Some others a bit timid, so they did a lot of selling prior to the auction date Mm. uh, so that they didn't actually have to to do an auction online Uh, but by and large I think we've seen a lot of confidence um, throughout last year to actually have an online auction so does that mean that Melbourne will will have more uh, online auctions I think they will if it's a better choice for the property and for the vendor yeah and of course the buyer buyer pool but you know we do love an on an on-site auction in Melbourne yeah Uh, so I think that that in itself won't change but there's at least another very good option yes definitely and I think there might be a a variety of um or a select type of property that will go online like it might be two bedroom units and you know one bedroom flats lots of stuff that really small scale stuff which investors and you know maybe not so much the emotional pool may go that way more so than the big family homes do you think that might be the case yeah it could definitely work for investment properties because it's by and large not emotional buying yeah it's about the numbers (laughs) so the family home you want people to still feel it touch it feel excited and then emotionally invested in that process. And to do that, you need to have them on site so that they can see it for one last time. And I think that that won't change. I think they will definitely, as you said, um, consider homes uh, to be one that needs to be on site, uh, but potentially with uh, investment properties that Zoom auctions could be the way to go and not on a weekend. They could be during the week, which is also you know, we've seen that change as well. Yes, definitely. Because there'll be, um, yeah, why why waste your auctions when you could have it on a Wednesday night or a Thursday night? Exactly. Get your weekends back yeah. for that long weekend. <laughs> Agents might be into that. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. So how often do agents schedule an auction for a public holiday weekend or during school holidays, knowing full well that they plan to sell the property prior to auction? So the auction date is really psychological. It gives the vendor and the agent that final date that people need to make a decision by. So if you don't have that date, that decision or that urgency for people to maybe put in an offer prior uh, to that auction date, it's not there. So it's there because it just gives finality to the whole process. Um, So I think that... um, we do see people selling prior. By and large, as an advocate, when we see this, we do think that there's not as many buyers. So okay. that's a tip for anybody where the agency is very happy to sell prior. Yeah. Uh, it could be that there is nobody else out there and they're yeah. drumming up the excitement and the competition when there actually isn't any. But that's their job. So yeah. they're representing their, their vendor to get the most that they can. If they see that that's the best way to go, they'll do it. But a tip for anyone listening is just check that there is actually competition. Yeah. So it's not always the best idea to actually try and purchase it prior uh, because a lot of people think that they'll say 
money doing that. But the open and auction, you know, transparency of an auction, uh, I think is a really good way to go. If you are in doubt, ask them to keep you in, in, uh, in the loop with other offers, but be prepared to go to auction. Definitely. Yes, it's a tactics. It's a small tactics that you may not know um, and hence the reason why you would uh, uh, get somebody like yourself to help to make sure it all happens right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so we will have a short break and come back with more from Nicole Jacobs from Nicole Jacobs Property where we will talk about how to prepare yourself if you need to be away but still want that house. You're listening to Real Estate Right. I'm Sue Langada and I'm on today with Nicole Jacobs from Nicole Jacobs Property talking about the pros and cons of auctioning a property on a public holiday weekend or during the school holidays. So Nicole, do you think if buyers really need to buy and really want that property, they will buy no matter if their auction is on a public holiday weekend or if they are in fact on holidays, selling themselves on a tropical island? Do you think they'll just do it? Absolutely. I think if you really want that property, you'll make it happen, whether that's engaging a friend, a family member, uh, or an advocate to actually purchase it for you, you'll make it happen. It will cut out anybody that's toing and froming and thinking, oh, I don't know. And if it's on the wrong date, they'll think, well, it wasn't meant to be. But I think most people, if they want the property, they won't really care when it is. Some of them will try and buy it prior um, so that they can actually go away knowing they've bought it (laughs) or missed out on it, whichever way it goes. But uh, most people will actually not worry about that. And I guess that's a a positive from COVID is that – you know, we have seen one, the the online auctions, but there's also, um, we're on our phones, we can, you know, do the live streaming through the phone, we can do all those sort of things remotely and still be part of the whole action, even if it is a on-site auction, um, you know, we just have to have that backup of a friend or an advocate or something like that. And, and do it that way. Yeah, so, and most yeah. agents will be very open to making sure that you can be either on the phone, uh, whether it's audio only or whether it's FaceTime or a Zoom link. So that's, yeah. you know, as we said before, what uh, has brought a, a big change to the real estate industry um, because of COVID, that that's yeah. incredibly acceptable and uh, I guess a, a confident way to buy by yourself and knowing that you're actually part of that process. And you're in yeah. control. Yeah. However, how does that work in terms of signing contracts and paying deposits? Well, that can all be done electronically now too. So ah. state agents have various platforms that they can sign up both the vendor and the buyer on the day and the contracts merge. So everything mm-hmm. can be done remotely. The property we bought last year for clients, uh, my clients were in WA and mm-hmm. the property was auctioned on Zoom and uh, everybody else exited the room except for myself and the clients and the agents. And they basically signed it electronically, merged it with the signature of the uh, of the seller and it was mm-hmm. all done. And deposits, again, it's all done. Uh, when, when an advocate is involved, they feel very confident that that money is going to hit the account. Uh, yes. But as long as you can show and you've 
really importantly, set up the terms prior to the auction. So if you can only give 5% or you can only give, say, $10,000 on the night of the auction or the day of the auction, have that pre-approved by the vendor and the selling agent uh, because there's nothing worse than, you know, saying, well, actually, my limit is 10000 and you hadn't set it up for a higher limit on the day yeah. of the auction. Uh, mm. So everything can be done uh, electronically now, which is fantastic. <laughs> It is fantastic. I think, but importantly, um, not just yeah. terms need to be sorted out. You have to have done that due diligence. And I'm a big yeah. one for due diligence. I think every time we speak to, I talk about that. So get the contracts checked prior. Make sure you know how much money you're going to need. Uh, is it going to be an emotional auction? Uh, are you going to have lots of people competing against you to actually buy that property? And why? Is it in one of the best streets in the area that you're looking? Is it an amazing floor plan? Or, uh, you know, should you be ready just in case? Uh, well, yes, you should be. Nothing worse than walking away from an auction going, I could have bought that, but you need to know why. Um, and I think that your due diligence is so important. If you've got all of that done prior to the auction, then you can really buy with confidence because you know that you've done everything you need to do so you can make a great educated decision. Yeah. I think that's pretty fair advice. Now, how can Nicole Jacobs help buyers if they do find them stuck on a uh, tropical island in Tahiti or Port Douglas or, you know, wherever they are? Byron Bay. Everyone seems to be in Byron Bay at the moment. I know. (laughs) Yeah, well, obviously Uh we we love taking that property journey with people. Um, Our main Mm -hmm. aim is to buy the right property. And we think that that's where we save most of our clients their money is buying the right property. Uh, the journey can take six weeks to six months or more. So there's never any pressure to purchase a property because of a, a time frame from us. It's all about yeah. the client uh, taking that journey with them, presenting properties that we think uh, are amazing for them, um, and then being able to complete that due diligence for them while they're sunning themselves on an island. Um, yeah. I can't think of anything better than to have a <laughs> looking after the welfare of either your investment property that you're about to purchase or your dream home so Mm. uh, we just love doing that and you know I feel very privileged as does my team to be part of that journey for clients but uh, be involved in what is probably one of their biggest assets in life yeah sounds good so what's the feeling for 2021 will we be seeing an onslaught of properties back on the market do you think I think we will see a lot more uh, at the start of this year because of the fact that people have got confidence and Mm -hmm. they're trying to ride that wave, which is going up at the moment. But we have to be really important that we're talking about all of the markets. So it is patchy. There are markets that have taken off. There are markets that are still slow. And there are vendors that are still too high in the saddle. They're wanting too much Mm -hmm. for what their property is. And we always know it doesn't matter what's happening out there. If you're pricing your property too high, it's just going to sit there. So listen to your agent. Don't just go with the agent that tells you you're going to get the most amount of money. Go with the agent that can tell you all about the market at the moment and really narrow down where your property sits in that market and at what range. Anything above that's a bonus, but make sure they're being realistic with you because otherwise your expectations will just get hammered the whole way through the process. You'll end up hating your agent. You'll end up not wanting to sell and you'll be completely skewed for life as far as, um, you know, what you think of the real estate industry. So, um, oh, I know. And that's what happens, isn't it? People think so badly about the real estate industry because they've had one horrible experience. But, yeah, 
It's, That's right, you know, and I think you've just got to really make sure. So when you're choosing your selling agent or your buyer's agent to help you on whichever side of the transaction, you've got to make sure they've got you back. You've got to interview them. They'll be interviewing you as much as you're interviewing them. And you've got to feel really comfortable that uh, you've got an open, transparent and trust, you know, a very trusting relationship that's been established based on transparency. It's really important. Yeah. Yeah. So will you be buying uh, properties for your buyers um, on a public holiday or a school holiday weekend? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I would definitely be buying. If there's something that needs to be bought, we are there. I really don't care yeah. if it's a public holiday or, um, you know, a long weekend. Uh, we'll make it happen. Yeah, great. Sounds good. So thanks so much, Nicole, for giving us a little bit more insight into what 2021 may reveal in terms of auctions. So how, Nicole, can our listeners get in touch with you to help them buy property or sell property? Or Absolutely. Well, the biggest one at the moment seems to be Instagram. Nicole Jacobs Property yeah. is my handle for Instagram, and you can DM me there on anything. I get a lot of questions yes. uh, post-block. I get a lot of questions during the year about the market, and I'm more than happy to yeah. to field those and to uh, email people. Um, my website, Nicole Jacobs um dot com which is really easy to remember yeah. it's just my name yeah. <laughs> and facebook again nicole jacobs property uh linkedin uh, is also a really good one um yeah but you know if you google us we're there i think we're you know hopefully one of the top ones up there as far as nicole jacobs goes there is a lady overseas i think she's an attorney <laughs> so oh, really? she's, she's up there and there's a makeup artist there's a few of us out there oh really yeah, I've only got one other Sue Langater out there and she's out in Canada and I can't remember what she does, but um I think she oh I think she might actually be in the musical theatre kind of Oh creative. Realm. But also um, happy to give away a couple of books um, as we do on this show. So um, you you. can also have a look at the book. Uh, Details are there to uh, contact me. Yes. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's old. We talked about that this morning in the intro. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people think um, they're quite surprised when they actually get me. Um, yeah. I'm very normal, very real, and will <laughs> answer anybody's <laughs> questions and happy to take time on the phone as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're very, very normal people. And um, yeah. I just love if I can help anybody buy better, then I've done my job. Yep. And that's all you want to do. And that's what we're here to do help people buy better. Correct. That's the reason for the podcast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So thanks again, Nicole. Uh, Next week, we will have the first of our three-part series with Sophie Lyon, Property Management Director at Jealous Craig and the REIV Director. Um, And she's going to be talking to us about the new changes in the new Residential Tenancies Act that will be enforced at the end of March. So for those renting or owning an investment property, it's crucial listening to find out the new changes so don't miss it. Real Estate Right is a real copyright production, hosted, written and produced by me, Sue Langada. I would like to thank Podbean for hosting our podcast, Premium Beat for our theme music, Zoom for our video link and Francis Morello for his voiceover. To win Nicole Jacobs' book, Sold, 
Just comment on our Facebook and Instagram ads with one of Nicole's hot tips for when buying a property on a public holiday or school holiday weekend to be in the draw. Real Copyright is a real estate copywriting service writing property all over Melbourne since 1998. If you would like Sue and her team of copywriters to write your property, go through the email address orders at realcopyright.com.au or call 0359-77889. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review Real Estate Right on your favourite podcast platform. And if you would like to ask one of our experts a question on the podcast, email your questions to sue at realestateright.com.au. Thanks for listening to Real Estate Right. Oh, 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 oh